Welcome back. Welcome back to I Am Black. This is your girl, Ariel. Follow me on Twitter at I Am Black. And I hope everybody's been living their blackity, blackest, blackity, black lives. I hope your edges are laid, your waves are popping, your nails are done. I hope that you've been studying like y'all are supposed to be studying, taking care of your kids and being in a fucking adult in this world that we really don't want to be adults in because I mean, being an adult is overrated. (laughs) The only fun thing about being an adult is just fucking when you want to in your own roof and being able to go out. I think that's what makes the allure of being an adult fun. Like you're able to go out when when wanting to, but then you don't want to go out because it's like, damn, I like my bed more. But I hope everybody has a Wendy Williams summer this year because that bitch (laughs) has been living her greatest life, okay? She dumped that lame nigga, got her little young meat. Y'all, we all know Wendy Williams is old as fuck. Well, she's not really old as fuck. She's like, she's like our mom's age. And she left that nigga and said, you know what? I'm going to be living my best fucking life. I ain't going to worry about these fuck boys. I ain't going to worry about what the world think of me. I ain't going to worry about what nobody got to say. I'm going to be out here giving me some young meat who for to put some little mouths on my back. And I'm going to have fun. And everybody need to keep that same energy this summer. Just have fun, y'all. Just, we gonna live our Wendy Williams summer, (laughs) y'all. Like, everybody needs to do that. Like, a Wendy Williams summer is a pop-in. A pop-in. While I'm at it, y'all know that I already want to give y'all this Netflix movie that you need to watch. It is called 25 to Life. It's a documentary on Netflix. Y'all, this documentary is about a man who is living with HIV and he's been having it since he was born. The hospital messed up and I think it was like a blood transfusion or something and gave this man HIV in the late 80s before, you know, when HIV was like this horrible thing that only gay men had and like there was no uh, health insurance when, you know, help with that, like Everybody needs to go watch this documentary. Again, it's called 25 to Life. Sit down. If you're into docu, you know, documentaries and shit like that, like you'll really fuck with this. And that's a really good documentary. It just shows you like him as a young black man growing up having this documentary, how it was dating and his mom. Like they didn't tell nobody he had it because at that time, like in the 80s and early 90s, like having HIV was like, oh, my God. You know, everybody was ignorant to it. Nobody knew that you can touch somebody without getting it. It was like, oh, my God, this person has HIV. They're going to die and, you know, shrivel up and whatever. But it's a really good documentary. I think everybody should go and watch it. Please go and watch it. Y'all know I'm a huge movie buff. So if y'all have any documentaries that y'all want me to see or anything on Netflix or movies or whatever, um, please go to I'm Black. Like, tweet me at I'm Black. Tweet. Tweety, tweet me. Okay, now, on another note, while everybody was talking about, um, while we trying to figure out like a Wendy Williams summer, uh, apparently everybody's pregnant, Cassie's pregnant, Tokyo Jets is pregnant, C. 
City Girls is pregnant. So, I mean, that's why I told everybody to live at Winnie Williams best summer because all these bitches is like pregnant. Chris Brown is hormonal. Y'all know Chris Brown just be on his period. This nigga went under Karuchi, his ex-girlfriend's new nigga's page, and basically trashed, basically saying, trashed him saying that he needs to dress better. My thing about Chris Brown is, like, you beat this girl up, okay? You publicly humiliated her, but then you you told her she will never be able to find nobody like you, anybody more than you. It's her going down, like her basically lowering her standards. And nigga, now you want her back because you feel like, uh, Chris Brown is just that fuck boy. Anybody just be like, they have crush on Chris Brown. Like, they just attracted to fuck boys. And the shit just irks me. Like, ugh. Like, Chris Brown is the definition of a fuck boy. Fuck nigga. He, he is that definition. Like, he gonna do you bad. Then when you finally get the chance and courage to leave him, then it's like, oh, but I want you back. Like, I want to do you bad, but I don't want nobody else to do you good. It's just like, ugh. Like, he has that light-skinned nigga mentality that's just disgusting to me like you cheated on this girl with one of the most sought after women in the world rihanna any bitch self-esteem if i see my nigga on the court side with a bad bitch looking like rihanna i would be just depressed like my mentality like i would be so fucked up i don't even know how karuchi does it so i root for the little girl to win like i root for this not little girl i'm sorry she's a grown-ass woman I root for this grown-ass woman to win. Like, oh, my God. I just can't. I, I'm over Chris Brown. Like, Chris Brown, fuckboy, he is, like, the fuckboy Hall of Fame. It is his picture and then it's Drake's picture. I know what everybody's thinking. Why would Drake be the fuckboy Hall of Fame? Because Drake will always be in fuckboy Hall of Fame. Because he had all these beautiful women. He dated Rihanna. He dated Serena Williams. Like, he had all these beautiful Tyra Banks women to like come through his way and he ended up getting a prostitute i'm sorry she's not a prostitute a porn star pregnant mind you there's nothing wrong with getting a porn star pregnant it's just like if you go to like walmart and target okay some people are walmart shoppers some people are target shoppers target is a little bougier la high class um if you go get a baby in somebody you go put a baby into Target, like, you know, like a Target brand. You ain't better go to Walmart and, and nut inside of her. Like, ill, gross. Like, you're gonna go, you're just gonna go get you a bad bitch, whatever. And, but, whatever. He did what he did, so he's in the fuck nigga Hall of Fame, including Chris Brown. Like, they just go hand in hand. I just think they're lame as fuck. But, moving forward, we talked about the city girls. Well, I talked about the city girls getting pregnant. And I don't think they go last, y'all. JT being in jail, first of all, supposedly pregnant by a correctional's officers. You didn't hear it from me. But, you know, word on the street, T is she is pregnant by a correctional's officer. And also, not only that, and then Young Miami's pregnant. Like, they don't really have the time to work together. Like, they're not a Cardi B. People thought cardi's career was gonna be over i definitely did but cardi has like this huge fan base and she had this following and cardi had hits after hits and i'm not saying the city girls don't have hits it's just like i don't 
I don't think it's enough, but we will see. We will see. And I'm one of those people, if I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, but I really don't see then JT coming home and then like everything's been on Young Miami's terms and then it's like, yeah, Miami trying to tell JT, no, JT, you don't know. You ain't been out here. I've been out here. The people want to hear this. The people want to see this. And it's going to be like, people just want to see them together winning. Also about Young Miami, I don't know how I really feel about her because bitch always wearing like Chanel clothes and shit and like talking about the money she got and, you know, like Versace and Chanel and, you know, like Fendi. But then when she posted a picture of her son's room, he didn't even have no curtains. And he was in like the little cheap, y'all know, like the little race car beds, every black person go and get their child because I don't know. I personally find it ugly and tacky, like bitch. You can hire a stylist, but you can't hire an interior designer to, first of all, do window treatments. And your son is like, hey, what the f- what? your son is big. Why the fuck is he in a waste card bed? Like, bitch, level your pussy up. But anyways, these girls are from, that's all they know. But I'm judging her as a parent completely. Like, I'm one of those people, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. If your child's room is a mess... I'm judging you wholeheartedly just as a woman, but women, like, I don't know, like, damn it, that's your fucking child at the end of the day, like, your house is supposed to be kept up, your car is supposed to, like, I was looking at a meme and it says, girl's car be looking like this, with shit all over the place, no, like, if your car is dirty, your house is dirty, and, ugh, like, that's just some hood rat, tacky, nasty ass, trashy ass shit, and I can't, oof. The ghetto, the ghetto, the ghetto of it all. Also, praises be to fucking Kim Kardashian West. This bitch is out here making moves. Now, everybody want to know why the fuck she's a part of prison reforming, reformer, prison reform. And let me tell you why. This bitch is prison reform. Why she's prison reform. First of all, she has black children. Whether or not she knows what it's like to be a black woman or anything like that, no. But her kids will be black. Her sons will be black men. And the whole prison reform, I don't have a problem with it. If it takes sometimes a conversation with people who you don't necessarily like to move forward to elevate their mind. People want to get on social media and say boycott but they're not helping. Meek Mill Mill is moving and having conversations with people he needs to have with not only billionaires, but I do think these rappers um, who understand the jail systems like Lil Boosie, like Meek Mill, like people, T.I. need to sit down with Donald Trump and maybe somebody um, like a Big Mike. I think that, I think that's what his name is. I don't know. I'm not for sure. Or, uh, you know, like Trader Truths, like all these people sit down, have conversations to push the conversation forward, to change the narrative. We're not asking him just as a president to, you know, like y'all, we're not trying to kiss his ass. But what we do need is to have a conversation when dealing with a white man in America, he will never understand what it's like to be black. To be a black man. When you're dealing with a rich white man in America, he don't even know how much a gallon of milk costs. Gallon of milk is like $3.26. He 
you couldn't ask that man how much a gallon of milk costs. Like he don't even know because he thought a loan, a small loan from his dad was a million dollars. So he really don't know what the fuck affects our community. I sometimes feel like, yes, we do need to have the fucking conversation. And people don't be wanting to have a conversation. They just be wanting to be on Instagram preaching and shit and talking about what kind of a fucking white man is this. He don't get it. Nobody always understands our struggle unless we talk and show them. Let him sit back and talk to somebody who's been in jail, who's been in solitary confinement. Then they understand what it's like. But until then, we we have to push the conversation forward. And we'll never get that conversation moved. But Kim Kardashian is doing it. And I'm proud of her. This bitch went from sucking dick on camera to standing at the White House talking in the mic. God damn me, if America ain't the greatest country that ever walked the motherfucking planet, I don't know what it is. Because if a bitch can suck dick and then speak at the White House on prison reform and nobody even associates Kim Kardashian with sucking Ray J's dick like come on now and ray j actually got some headphones y'all that are only 76 dollars. they answer the phone they kind of like i pause but they're only like 76 dollars, y'all support the black men in tech the tech industry they're called like raycon i will check those out y'all because i mean there's so many white people in silicon valley just to see a little brown people and chameleon also does a really good job i think you know, with just investing in like startup companies. And I watch his Instagram page faithfully because he's always coming with like knowledge. And I love knowledge. So let's get into the bros before hoes topic. I hate when girls get boyfriends or they get a new nigga in their life and their friends just become obsolete or they always put like a nigga before their friends. To me, that just shows, like, what you think of yourself. Like, I get when you're first dating. Like, I get it. Like, everybody want to be around their friends. Like, it's the honeymoon phase. But then it's like, bitch, make time for me. Like, hey, I'm here. Like, I got into an argument with my good friend because I'm like, damn, bitch, like, let's just have fun. And it's like, I'm not sticking dick to you. I'm like, damn, bitch, you treat your nigga better than you treat your friend. I expect you to treat Rand better than you treat, like, like, she went off course, like, basically saying, like, if you're getting, I'm not sticking dick to her, so why does it matter? And it's like, damn, like, ugh. First of all, women, we have to do better just in general, like, just because you meet a dude and just because like I'm not gonna treat a nigga better than I treat my friends first of all everybody's gonna be treated the same that's just me I treat everybody the same anytime I go around someone everybody would have the same consistency on who I am as a person people would have the same feedback I am as a person I think conceptually like I'm, I'm the same around every fucking body what I don't like is when people get into relationships or with situationships and then they treat the person who they're fucking for that moment better than their friend who they've been riding with. And I feel like once you reach a certain age, then you should understand like somebody who you're with for the moment and somebody who's there possibly a lifetime. I don't know. I just, I was raised a little differently. So I don't really understand like, a girl was like, her friends are getting mad at her because I can see if you've been in a long-term relationship, 
uh, like I say, long term is more than like two years. And you're with this person and let's just say, I don't know, your homegirl's coming to visit, your boyfriend's coming to visit, you haven't seen either in about a year, who do you choose? Of course, bitch, I love you, but let me see my man. And then I'll come to you next weekend, whatever, however, because that's a long-term committed relationship. But if you've only been in a relationship with this person for like a few months, and it's not even on like a serious tip, you haven't met his mother, you haven't met his children in person. Y'all haven't had like a family date. I don't see anybody like. I don't see you disrespecting your friends for somebody who you don't even know if you fucking like yet. It's just that's a line that has to be drawn in the sand. And. I'm trying to figure out and correct me if I'm wrong and y'all agree with me. If y'all get a man like still be there for your friends, like like the dude, but still be like, hey, it's Friday. I'm going to go hang out with my friends. You know, when I was younger, I used to excuse people's bad behavior because I'm like, you know what? I ain't worried about this shit. Do what you do. I'm your friend. I'm still going to be here. But as I got older, my tolerance for bullshit, I just I can't take it. Ladies, like. Put your females, like, niggas will always put they dudes before they bitches. Like, niggas don't always go out with they homeboys before they sit in the house with a bitch who they just fucking met. Like, niggas are going to be doing that for years to come. And for women to always throw they bitches aside for, like, a nigga who, like, that just shows to me what type of a woman you are. And it's just sad. Like, I just, women, it's bros before hoes. Bros before hoes period never diminish your friendship over somebody who you just met because they just like people aren't throwaway toys like you can't be mean to somebody and then expect them to stay in your life like after a while you have to understand that that's you and no one else and it's it's crazy to me because so many women do this and then expect like Oh, well, where my friends at? Shit, I'm still on the side where you love me for this nigga. And, like, you expect me to be there. And, like, it's so trashy. Just bros before hoes. Bros before hoes. I've had a situation where my friend has chosen niggas over countlessly over, like, our friendship. And niggas who've never stayed around. You know, this is just a cycle where, like, okay, she get a new dude. Oh, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. And don't hear from her for months. And then it's always an excuse. Get a new dude. Oh, I'll talk to you later. And then it's like, like after a while, like the shit is just. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm reaching like I'm going into like my late 20s at this point. And it's like the shit was cool when you was in high school, like puppy love. But like grow up. That's kind of like immature. It's immature, especially when a nigga who you're just fucking and y'all don't even have a relationship title. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Bros before hoes, ladies. Remember, treat your friends. If you can't treat everybody the same, then maybe you need to figure out how to prioritize your life. Because I'm going to treat my friends the same like I treat my nigga. Period. I'm not going to treat one person better than I treat the other person. I'm always going to treat everybody around me the same. I'm going to treat everybody with respect and I'm never gonna make somebody feel less than and 
if your dude get around you and he started talking out the side of his neck like, oh, well, you don't need to hang out with that person. Like, why? Always just pay attention to niggas, like, who they are. Like, don't listen to what a nigga tell you. Pay attention to their actions, how they treat you. If they treat you like, oh, whatever, then that's what you are to them. Their actions speak louder than their words. I don't never listen to what come out of a nigga mouth. I always, I focus on somebody's action. What are they doing? If a nigga say he care about you, but y'all both, he only come back into the car with one damn drink and it's hot outside and he could afford two, that drink better be fucking yours. Period. Pay attention to a nigga and how he treats you as a woman. Men, I say this all the time. I fell in love with my dude. I was thirsty. I was at my house. Let me tell you how I knew that I had a real nigga on my hands, okay? Let me tell y'all how y'all can tell when y'all dealing with a real motherfucker. Motherfucker don't have to say shit, ladies. Pay attention to how he treats you. You as a woman. If he going to go in, y'all sitting there, he talking about shit, I'm hungry. And he go in that kitchen and he come back and he only got a sandwich for him. He don't give a fuck about you. Oh, I thought you was going to get up and fix your own. But you're already in the fucking kitchen, my nigga. Like, why wouldn't you fix both of us some sandwich? Because we both just said we're both fucking hungry. And don't even offer. He ain't for you, sis. He letting you know who he is. He's about himself. If he goes to the store and don't come back with your favorite little snack, he don't give a fuck about you. If he don't even know what your favorite snack is, y'all really need to move the fuck around. What the fuck? Y'all ain't even in no relationship. Y'all just fucking. If a nigga don't know what your favorite snack is from the corner store, if he can't pick out your favorite chips, your favorite candy, your favorite drink, he don't really know you, sis. Like, it's time to move the fuck around. Your nigga should be able to go to the corner store and pick out your drink. He should be able to pick out your snack. He should be able to pick out the midnight snack for what you're going to eat. Like, he should know you. If he don't know you, that's not, he's not, y'all, y'all just fucking, y'all not together. You can tell a real man, let me tell you what attracted me to my dude. We sitting back, we chilling, and I think I was like, we were both talking about how we was thirsty. I'm like, damn, it's hot, I'm thirsty. And he was like, shit, I'm thirsty too. Mind you, he's not a man of many words, but he got up, after they were watching TV, he just got up, went to the kitchen, came back with two water bottles. Mind you, the conversation of I'm thirsty had passed and went on for like 15 minutes. But then he came back and with me something to drink. And I was like, oh, thank you. You know, I was like, I would have went to the, you know, like the store to go get me something to drink. But why is water in there? Whatever. Like, I could just tell his intentions. Like, he always thought about me. And I always thought about him. Like, if I went and I'm thirsty or if I go to the store and I grab me a snack, my natural mind would be like, oh, I know he probably want a snack, too. Let me grab him something. Right? When dude came over to my house, ladies. Okay? Ladies. This is for my ladies. I had things that I saw him drink at my house. He loved Coke. I've always seen him drink a Coke. Every time we would meet up, he always have a Coke in his head. So I made sure when he was coming over to my house for the first time, I had Coke in my fucking refrigerator. Why? Because I knew that's what he liked to drink. Actions. By that, he could tell that I was thinking about him and that I pay attention to the shit that he does. Why? Because when you love somebody or when you have that type of energy 
That's that soul. That's that spirit. You got to pay attention to people's true intentions with you. You got to pay attention that a nigga with money don't mean shit. That money, you can give that money away. It's shit that can't be bought. That you give me your time and your heart and your soul and I'll give you anything that you want in this world. If I can't do it, I'll die trying. Like, that's the type of shit, that's the type of man that you want. Like, you don't want these niggas out here that's like, oh, okay, I'll give you $10 just so you can get my hair. Or I'm just fucking you just know. I want a dude who give me his time. I want your time. Time is something that you can't give get, get back. Bros before hoes, ladies. Stop leaving y'all girls for these niggas who ain't doing shit, who can't benefit y'all in no kind of way. It's some bullshit. Bullshit. And also, ladies, make sure that the dude also, like, y'all date these niggas with money. And a nigga with $5,000 who just gave you $50, but the nigga with $20 just gave you $20. Like, he just gave you his last $20. Like, I don't understand how some of y'all think, but bros before hoes, bitches. Bros before hoes, I love you guys. I'ma sign off. On that note, bros before hoes, I want to hear y'all thoughts. Like, how do y'all date, but also don't feel like you're alienating your friends or whatever? Like, because it's okay to date. But alienating your friends, it's okay to get to know them. But make sure, hey, bitch, you know, when I'm on this date, it's good, whatever. Like, don't, I don't know. It's just weird. Let me know what y'all think on, of course, again, I am black. Follow me on Twitter. Also, tweet me. I want to know your thoughts, y'all. And also, I follow, like, this thing called HBCU Confessions, y'all. People be wilding out on that on Twitter. Follow me there, too. But thank you guys oh so much. Listen to Big Crit. He has a new album. Trader Truth has an album with Nipsey Hussle. Um, this girl named Orinka Ornika. It's O-R-N-I-C-A-H. I believe she is on Twitter. She is, I mean, not Twitter. She's on Instagram and she's dope as fuck, y'all. Like, And I also like Trouble. Like, I've been really into Trouble lately. Listen to his song called Ready. He has a remix, but I like the original version better than the remix um yeah and also let me know who's some new music that y'all been listening to because i love new music and my little annie got me on some girl out of new orleans and then there's a girl called red rihanna it's like ghetto girls or booty i don't know i've been listening to her too but y'all thank y'all bros before hoes i will catch y'all next time bye